I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Is it acceptable to go to Mickey D's just for a drink? (laughs) Of course it is. But good luck leaving with just a drink. It's more than a drink. It's a Mickey D's drink. And right now, a small Minute Maid slushie is just $1.59. So all you have to do is choose a flavor, like the tropical mango or strawberry watermelon, and enjoy like it's meant to be enjoyed. Prices and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Is it acceptable to go to Mickey D's just for a drink? (laughs) Of course it is. But good luck leaving with just a drink. It's more than a drink. It's a Mickey D's drink. And right now, a small Minute Maid slushie is just $1.59. So all you have to do is choose a flavor, like the tropical mango or strawberry watermelon, and enjoy like it's meant to be enjoyed. Prices and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Some music. No, not that one. No, not that one. There we go. Okay, I got it. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Corner to Corner here on Twitter.com, Apple Podcasts, whatever. Wow, Rob sucks at this. <laughs> What's up, everybody, and welcome back to Quarter to Corner Wrestling Radio. We're live through C2CRadioShow.com. See, that's the part you missed, Rob. You missed the website. You got to plug us first. We're the most important here on C2C, by God. C2C. Start without the Brian Taylor because he's a little Star Trek. Hey, I mean. He's making moves. He's making million-dollar moves. What are we supposed to do, Rob? We can't keep up with him. I'm pretty sure y'all have uh, not allowed to discuss anything. All I can tell you is this, ladies and gentlemen. Very soon, and I believe on Twitter they have announced a release date. I, I'm going to double-check that before I say too much. But very soon, all of you will get to share uh, December 8th. December 8th. You will all get to share in this wonderful, exciting news that we just were able to, uh, <laughs> I was able to deliver to Brian before we went on the air, so that's why he's, uh, as Rob said, a little starstruck. He's a, he's a little verklempt, he's a little misty-eyed, and we promise we will share this with you on, well, I don't, well, I mean, I guess, <laughs> maybe. <laughs> Man, oh man. I hope everybody had a great, great weekend. We sure did. We had a lot to cover. Hey, Jeff Hardy. Jeff Hardy sent home, guys. Sent home from the road. Uh, There's a video floating around on social media, YouTube and Facebook. Uh, Well, 
apparently, uh, during an indie show, he decided to make an abrupt exit. We'll talk about that. We've got news coming out that AEW has a show coming out on Christmas Day. A very special edition of AEW. I believe that's Friday night, so that's going to be a rampage. Excuse me, that's a Saturday. So it's a very special type of show. I don't even know if they're going to call it Dynamite or Rampage for AEW. Isn't it? I think it is dynamite. It it may actually be because if I recall, they've got um, that NBA playoffs starting soon. I don't watch NBA, but yeah, I'm not not a big basketball guy myself. Either way, um, that news is out there. We'll we'll talk a little bit about that. NXT Takeover War Games happened just a couple days ago. How many people watched? Hell, I can say for one, I forgot <laughs> that War Games was actually happening this past weekend. Um, and I usually enjoy NXTs, especially War Games, but TakeOvers in general. Um, I did catch a few pieces of that, so we'll roll through it. And, of course, any other news of the week. But, da, 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 I've been talking about it for two weeks. we got a very special announcement for next week's show for December 13th. Been holding on to it and holding on to it. You're going to make them listen to the whole freaking show tonight. The whole freaking show. The whole, the whole freaking, freaking show. Okay. Yep. All right, I, I, I tried, ladies and gentlemen. I tried, but Brian says no. Brian says you've got to wait. I kind of like that time. idea. Yep. I mean, you know, hey, dollar moves. Big dollar moves. said no. Pub is done. Huh. Well, all righty then. As we are on the air, of course, NXT is live right now. Uh, Vaughn Wagner defeated Kyle O'Reilly in a steel cage match to open the show. We'll start off with that. We talked about it a, a little bit during uh, before we came on the air tonight. Kyle O'Reilly, I guess, is done with NXT. From what everything I've seen, his contract was up as of this past week, very much like Adam Cole. Um, and it, to me, it's another example of just so many missed opportunities with a talent that truly could have helped. I don't know that you'd put a brand on his shoulders, but truly could have helped the brand continue to grow. So have you been watching NXT, right? Because I haven't. 2.0. Uh, yeah, 2.0. As much as I can, Tuesdays I'm usually surrendering the television to the other half, so... You know, I don't always get a chance to watch it, but when I do, it's been okay. Walk me through how they get to a cage so fast. That, my friend, is the million-dollar question. (laughs) Uh, Okay, so here's what the buildup has been. Kyle O'Reilly and Vaughn Wagner have been the quote-unquote unlikely allies. Imperium captured the NXT Tag Team Championship from MSK in, you know, typical dubious nature. They then lay lay into Kyle O'Reilly, beat him up backstage a couple of times. Von Wagner makes the save. And boom, instant tag team, WWE style. So, Wagner 
And Kyle O'Reilly at this past NXT War Games, I, apparently, and I'm not positive on this, but apparently TakeOver is now no longer allowed. It's one of the forbidden words. I have no idea why anybody would say such something so stupid as to for, forbade, for, forbid a word to be said on programming. But yeah, apparently TakeOver is no longer a thing. So NXT War Games where Vaughn Wagner and Kyle O'Reilly were not successful winning the NXT Tag Team Championship. And at the end of the matchup, at the very end, Vaughn Wagner has had enough. He's pissed. Kyle O'Reilly is taking a bow for the crowd, and everybody's saying, thank you, Kyle. And it's this big moment. Well, I guess it's supposed to be this big moment. Uh, Wagner goes for a clothesline. But, and this, I still don't understand this, O'Reilly ducks. O'Reilly ducks the clothesline and then kicks the hell out of Von Wagner. Did I lose you? Ooh. Uh, yeah, you are broken up quite a bit there. I heard wow. goes for the clothesline and then I didn't hear nothing. So Von Wagner goes for the clothesline. Kyle O'Reilly ducks kicks the hell out of Von Wagner. And that's how that segment ends. So what was supposed to be Kyle O'Reilly's, I guess, last last match turns out to not be. They carry it over into tonight where Von Wagner wants his revenge and demands a cage match. And that, my friends, is how we got to <laughs> NXT 2.0 cage match. Yeah, I, I think if I'm Kyle, I'll be like, uh, no, thank you. And you can extend my contract for a week, but I won't be there. That's it's just my two weeks notice retroactive two weeks ago. <laughs> right. Yeah. yeah. I understand you want to bury people, right? Mm-hmm. But, I mean, I think you just made this dude, like, you just helped your enemy by doing this to Kyle O'Reilly. And ultimately hurt your product. Because now, who who's behind this dude? The, uh, the doof, the tall doofy dude. What's his name? Van Wagner? Von Wagner. Von. <laughs> Von Wagner. <laughs> Not Van Hammer, not Van Wilder, Von Wagner. Does he have a fan base? Uh, His mom. I mean, he 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 is the son of one of the one of the Beverly brothers. Um, Wayne Bloom's son. So not Mike Enos, not Mean Mike from WCW fame, but the other the other Beverly brother. I know that sounds mean. You know, he was a great wrestler back in the day. No no disrespect meant towards him. And I'm sure Von Wagner will at some point blossom, hopefully for him. <laughs> because right now it's just not an easy time for him. And they did him no favors by letting him get the dog piss knocked out of him by O'Reilly at the end. Um, because basically it's like... Well, yeah, that's if you think about it, like O'Reilly is supposed to be... 
getting turned on. Like, the Von Wagner's supposed to beat him up. That's supposed to be it. It's supposed to be a successful split of the team, but instead, he, he's, too, he's too stupid to pull it off. <laughs> and, and O'Reilly comes out looking like, ah, I saw it coming. And, oh, get this, in the process of you know, successfully fending off on Wagner. Kyle O'Reilly throws up the Undisputed Era hand signs and does a crotch chop for his troubles to Vaughn <laughs> Wagner. Yeah, I'd be on the first plane smoking because his contract's up, so they can't stop him, right? I would be on the first plane smoking to wherever AEW is at, and I would make sure I came out tomorrow night. Hey guys, um, I apologize. I need to pause for just a second. I'm going to stop the recording. I'll be right back, okay? Hey, why don't you just let me and Rob talk? Or I could just let you and Rob talk. I'll be right back. You guys continue with Corner to Corner. The show doesn't have to always be about you. You're absolutely right, and I apologize. I I should have messaged you instead. You're right. We'll do it live, pal. You can't pause live. (laughs) I'll be right back. We do have feelings, you know. Yay, feelings. So, Rob, so Rob yes, have you sir? kept track of a certain football team's four-week run? I have. Are you impressed Quite or what? Impressive. Yeah. Kind of scared to talk about it, actually. Well, no, see, I got that covered, right? Because <laughs> I'll record the game on Sunday, but I won't watch it. Because, like, every, every game I have not watched, we've won. Right. So, and that's, like, legit. That I mean, even last Sunday, it was a proven fact. I am the jinx this year. So, I vowed not to watch this weekend's game. I haven't watched either. Like, I'll tune it in to be like, ooh, and then I'm like, nope. Yeah. So, but I listen to the sport junkies, sports junkies. Uh, the other day, I think it was, no, maybe it wasn't a sports junkie. Maybe it was one of the other shows and they were interviewing the kicker. Uh-huh. Um, holy cow. So he starts off this year getting drafted by, I think the bears goes to the practice squad. The saints pick him up. The saints get rid of him. Goes back to Chicago only to be picked up by DC on Tuesday. All right. Apparently, like he hasn't, he's living out of suitcases in hotels right now. <laughs> and he was laughing because, like, nobody knew who he was until after he made that kick. Right. <laughs> and the fact that he was on a practice squad, it's kind of like, you know, a couple of years ago where a guy went for the Patriots and won the Super Bowl with him, did a, got a touchdown, and wasn't even on the team at the beginning of the season. He wasn't even on a team. He wasn't even on a team at the beginning of the playoffs. But I kind of hope we win, and something else happens so our seed gets messed up because it looks like we might be playing Tom Brady. We beat Tom Brady, but this is playoff Tom Brady. That's okay. I, I think uh, I don't think we're scared of Tom Brady. I mean, we respect it. But I don't think we're scared of them. Yeah, but I mean, I'm excited because, I mean, for a, a season that we were like, this is shot. There's no point. And all of a sudden it's like, ooh. There's hope. <laughs> there is a point, yeah. 
But I'm like you is, I'm like, I will watch from afar. Mm -hmm. And we're now number six. So, it's not bad. No. Not too bad at all. And it's fun. Cheers. Yeah, so it's exciting. Um, It's a good time to be a wrestling fan, but it's also a good time to be just a fan in general. You know, there's so much to look for, but there's because got to look for something because 2021 has been kind of like 2020. <laughs> in the poop realm. <laughs> yeah. And that's been kind of kind of rough. So, uh, did you get your Spider-Man tickets yet? Huh? Spider-Man? Did you get your Spider-Man tickets yet? No, I have not. When are you going? Mm, Probably won't be the first weekend. I imagine it'll be a madhouse. Hurry into Mattress Firm's best Memorial Day sale ever. Get a king bed for the price of a queen or a queen for a twin and save up to $500 on Sealy. Plus, get a free adjustable base with qualifying Sealy purchases up to a $4.99 value. Or shop Tempur-Pedic, the most highly recommended bed in America, and save up to $500 on adjustable mattress sets. In stock for immediate delivery. And get a $300 instant gift. Talk to a sleep expert today. Only at Mattress Firm. Restrictions apply. See store or mattressfirm.com for details. Hurry into Mattress Firm. For a limited time, save up to $500 when you get a king bed for the price of a queen or a queen for a twin. Plus, get a free adjustable base with qualifying Sealy purchases, up to a $4.99 value. Or get up to 60% off America's top-rated brands, like Sealy Queen mattresses starting at $279.99 or Sleepies at $169.99. In stock for fast delivery, only at Mattress Firm. Restrictions apply. See store or mattressfirm.com for details. Yeah, I was kind of thinking because winter break starts on the 20th. I was kind of thinking sometime during that week, you know, maybe go during the week sometime where most normal people may have to work. Mm. That's not a bad idea. Because um, it's just, it's fun. But that last time we went and saw Venom, I was like, ooh, that thing is crowded. Mm. But, nice. but, yeah, I'm excited for it. My son, I will say my son is like, Chomping at the bit. Mm-hmm. He's so excited. He's watched every trailer known to man. And uh, we were in a store the other day, and the person was trying to give us his synopsis. So I was like, hush it. Oh, uh, stands back. Nah, there well, goes the party. Yeah, <laughs> now we got to talk about other stuff. Let's start talking about how great Stan is. Nobody talks about that. Jeez, I can't even get my kids to talk about that. Are you kidding me? Oh, there's jokes there, but I won't say them because they're mean. (laughs) All right, so what else is going on in NXT? Has Johnny Takeover come out? No, that is still to come this evening where he addresses his future. That just reeks of, I'm going to Raw! Sorry, I just... Candice LeRae is pregnant. She's under contract. She's not going to be free for at least another eight to ten months is my guess. Um, He's not leaving his wife behind. He'll stay. 
they've treated him well. I mean, Gargano's had pretty much the run of the place. He's had the titles. He's he's been on top. Has he Even ever if, been the champ though? Yeah, he's been NXT yeah. champ, North American champ, and tag champ. So, I mean, they they have done well by him in most regards. Um, so even if he stayed in NXT, which I assume he might, um, I, I just don't see him leaving his wife behind. Stranger things have happened, but I just don't. I don't predict that happen. Well, I mean, he's yeah, isn't she pregnant too? She is. She's pregnant with their first child. So that'll tie up plenty of ones. <laughs> well, that's the thing. Like, if you think about it, WWE is not is no stranger to extending a contract for injury or for pregnancy. Becky Lynch, for example, when she went out for pregnancy, had her contract extended while she was pregnant. Essentially, they treated it like she was out with an injury. So they have an agreed upon amount of dates that she's expected to work and, and so on. <clears throat> Same basic principle applies for Candace. And I would assume that WWE, much like they did with Hit Row, even if they did decide to let her go eventually, they'll have her come back. They'll get the response from the fans. Hell, they might even move her up <laughs> to Raw or SmackDown, and then they'll let her go so they can get out of the 30-day non-compete and give her on a 90-day. Oh yeah, some super sneaky, you know, work being done by WWE officials. Um, that is, if you really look at it, if you look at how Hit Row was released, they were up and coming. Brian, I don't know if you saw a whole lot of them because I know that you had only started to watch NXT 2.0 a few different times, but they had really been kind of popular with the rebrand. Um, they get called up for the draft. And then, like two weeks later, get fired, and that was fired as the main roster, not yeah. So they get fired from the main roster, but the reason for that was people fired from NXT only get the thirty day non compete versus the the ninety day that the main roster gets. So they sign them to the main roster contract and go, oh well, you know, budget cuts, kids. Sorry, and they let them go. Oh, by the way, you can't go anywhere for ninety days. But I'm curious, though, like how if you're signed to NXT, they could force you into the main roster. Like what the con? How the contract reads? That's an interesting question because I'm not sure. I'm not sure the answer of that myself. I would assume that the moving up to the main roster is presented like a promotion. And it's treated as if, hey, are you ready to move up to the big time, kid? You know, that kind of thing. And ultimately, they go from that perspective. I, I couldn't see it done in a different fashion, at least not right now. Yeah, I'm just curious. Like, can they force you to go to the main roster? Or can you be like uh, Pac Sand? Well, I mean, that's that's a good question because if you look at Tommaso Ciampa, him and uh, Gargano were supposed to get called up. What was it, seventeen? And then he hurts oh, yeah, his uh, they, neck. They did. They yeah. They did go up for like three weeks or so. Yeah, they were wrestling. They were wrestling dark matches for Raw and SmackDown. And then when um, when Champa hurt his neck, basically everything went the pot, and that was kind of it. 
Indeed. Also from uh, from NXT War Games was a hair versus hair match where Cameron Grimes took on Duke Hudson. Uh, Duke Hudson, in, best I can figure with his gimmick, is like a poker player, British accent, preppy guy. I know yeah, that's a horrible description. Johnny Swingers car dealer. Yeah, see, okay, I'm glad that I'm not the only person that thought that. To me, it just felt like a direct rip-off outside of the British oh, accent. Yeah, yeah. Okay, okay, so I'm not alone there. Cool. Um, it To me, it fell flat. I, I didn't get any kind of uh, major like entertainment out of it. I didn't see any real value to it. So then they do this hair versus hair. Again, on NXT 2.0 one night, they do Duke's Poker Room. Cameron Grimes wins on a bluff. And because he wins on a bluff, Hudson gets mad and attacks him, cuts his hair, and shaves part of his beard off. That's what got us to hair versus hair. I mean, stranger things have happened. I mean, Survivor Series took place, and the prep work that was done for that lasted maybe six days. So, I mean, (laughs) it's not exactly a shock. But yeah, that's the other reason why that guy reminds me of, uh, uh, you know, ripping off Impact is because he has his own little, you know, like casino. Right? Mm-hmm. Swinger's got his palace, and, you know. I don't, I don't know how much more obvious it has to be to somebody. That's the, that's the million dollar question to me. I mean, when you look at these things, where do you get? Where do you get these ideas? Like, who do you who do you bounce these off of? I mean, Shawn Michaels is basically at the helm for NXT. By the way, Shawn Michaels recently said in an interview that NXT is the only brand providing brand new, fresh faces for professional wrestling. He was looking at, that's when his eye was looking at AEW. <laughs> He was looking at the wrong con. You're right. You're right. He he thought he was looking at Nick Con, but it actually turns out he was looking at Tony. That's confusing. Confusing, man. They do they do kind of look alike, and if you're not really seeing straight as it is, I mean, hey. Uh, dear Sean, uh, please go back and look at those two years that you got your tail whooped, and then talk talk to me about fresh faces. Not to say that NXT hasn't tried with new faces. Sure, they've tried. But if we're really looking at the overall audience of professional wrestling, who's got more new faces? I mean, you can't tell me that the world knew who Griff Garrison was or Brian Pillman Jr. Or, I mean, not to put him down, but Ricky Starks. Darby Allen. Darby, that's a a good example also. Darby Allen. I mean, these are people that, yes, they were known through the indies, but hey, so was Johnny Gargano, and so was Tommaso Ciampa. That doesn't mean yeah, that they uh, were major stars outside of that. Hobbs wasn't. There you go, powerhouse Hobbs. Some, not all, but some would even say the Young Bucks. They don't, they, they, you can't lop them in that category. They already had Brian's money by then. 
<laughs> well, I, I know we got to protect the Masseys. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, dear Mrs. Massey. No, Please but, accept my apology. Listen, it's one thing if you're a local talent confined mm-hmm. to a state, but the Young Bucks were known around the world. That's a valid point. That's true because Ring of Honor is pretty huge, and so is New Japan when uh, they New were there. Japan for, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll give you that. Plus, they had been on Impact. They had been on televised product before, so they had they had pretty well arrived before getting to AEW. I'll give you that. So pick another argument, then, because you lost on this one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I didn't say I would lump them in, but you know, I said some. I didn't say me. Maybe you should take another break and we talk again while you're gone. Ouch. Oof. Listen, man. So, so what'd you guys talk about while I was gone? Huh? These nuts. Well, uh, nobody wants to talk about that, Brian. That's HR online too. They're they're saying they don't want to talk about it either. No, nope, trust me, they didn't call about that. Oh, really? They called about your breath. Ew, oh, that's not snap. nice. Stan, you got stinky breath. Damn. <laughs> my head and my heart hurts. This ain't radio. This ain't smell it though. Did you just say smell it though? <laughs> what the hell is Smellado? <laughs> not all of us can have winners, all right. Hey, you know they're not—they're not all home runs. Sometimes you gotta go, gotta get a couple of doubles. Sometimes you gotta bunt. You're right. You're right. Ah, so we're still waiting on the official word from uh, Johnny Gargano as NXT 2.0 rolls on in the news. I talked about it a little earlier. I'm not sure if you guys saw any of this, but. Uh, Jeff Hardy apparently sent home from WWE, sent off the road. Have you guys had a chance to look at the uh, the video of him walking out on a tag match? Mm, I have to say I didn't know there was one. Well, I, I that, heard about it. Yeah, I mean, I read about it, and it sounded like he was sluggish and, like, messed up. So, like, mm-hmm. maybe he – I thought it was kind of, like, injured or something, but – so I thought that or that they were actually trying to go forward with maybe him like turning heel on Drew McIntyre because it's supposed to be him and McIntyre against the the Usos at this house show. Um, but yeah, Rob, Rob, you're right. The report reads that Jeff Hardy looked like he just wasn't with it. Um, he sees or looks off to the crowd after really doing the 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 hero in peril for most of the tag match. He makes the hot tag to Drew. And as he's there on the apron, he drops off the apron, looks out to the crowd, and they just you can see in the video he just bolts over the rail and security chases after him. That's all you see. Um, you know, I hope for for his sake, health wise, he's in good shape. I hope he's okay. Uh, his brother Matt did a uh, an interview yesterday as well as a twitch stream stating that while it's of course not really his business and not his place to speculate. Uh, that he does know that Jeff is okay. So outside of that, it's it's unfortunate to see that happen because it, to me it seemed like Jeff Hardy had finally gotten past some of those struggles. Um, but that just goes to show that it it's a never ending, it's a never ending fight. Oh, I think it also shows that, like you said, I mean, and. The E has been behind him with all these, you know, mm-hmm. and with all their faults. You know, how many of how many companies would have given him this many chances, you know? But 
again. I hope that it's just maybe he saw a bee. Took off running. Said he don't like bees. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I don't like bees. They, they, I don't do well with bees. I'm not a bee guy. So, but whatever it is, I hope it's he gets the help he needs if it if it. Yeah, it's difficult to speculate, and I don't want to delve too deep, you know, past it. It's on the surface, it doesn't look great. I hope that he's okay. I echo your sentiment. I mean, I think that it's tough to to see anybody struggle like that. And if if in fact it turns out that he's you know still needing maybe some more time, then hopefully WWE continues to help him out. Any thoughts you want to add to that, Brian? No, no, okay. covered. no problem. I don't like speculating. That's so. a tough deal. You know, you, you, I can understand that. You, you never want to take those kinds of uh, stories lightly, that's for sure. All right, so in looking at just kind of the, the news, not a whole lot else has been happening. Uh, AEW has announced that they are going to have a special edition of Dynamite. On uh, Christmas, excuse me, Rampage. It is a special edition of Rampage on Christmas night. Uh, the December 22nd edition of Dynamite will have a holiday bash theme as well. This was uh, announced on Wrestling with Brandon F. Walker. It's a great little uh, YouTube show. <laughs> little. It's through Barstool Sports. It's hardly little. Um, anyhow, Tony Khan announces that uh, it's going to be taking place uh, in Greensboro, North Carolina. Uh, let's see. December 22nd is the holiday bash for Dynamite. And let's see here. Rampage. Rampage is going to be a special special Christmas night edition. So I'm going to guess and say they're going to tape that on, uh, on Wednesday the 22nd. That's a, my guess anyway. All right. They might, they might go live. You never know. It's not the first time a wrestling company has done it. Uh, it's been a long time since it happened, though. NWA, maybe? Uh, I'm pretty sure the WWE and WCW and WA have done pay-per-views on major holidays before. Well, I know they used to do Survivor Series specifically on Thanksgiving night. Uh, what did the WCW did one too on Thanksgiving? Was that Starcade? Might have been on Christmas. Was at Christmas Day after Christmas? Yeah. I think there was one or two that were on Christmas. Could be wrong. <coughs> I'm here. I'm here. Y'all get, okay. I thought you had more to Why? say. No, I was just letting you talk. I didn't want to really? interrupt you. Yeah. I'm not dealing with you right now. What? Boob. No, you, you are the boob. Uh, Liv Morgan last night taking on Becky Lynch in her first attempt for the Raw Women's Championship. Um, they built up all night long showing videos talking about how Liv Morgan's family's in attendance. You know, really, really building up the journey. For Liv Morgan. So guess who won? Becky Lynch. Yeah, there's a winner in every pot. There you go. That's right. Becky Lynch by holding the tights. Uh, 
just, <laughs> I hate, I hate that kind of booking. Yes, we know Becky is a bad guy. Yes, we know bad guys cheat. But if you spend three freaking hours <laughs> building up this challenge only to pay it off with literally nothing, it's just, uh, I hate that kind of booking. It's one thing if you've got, like, hey, she's going to go on and she's going to win the Royal Rumble. She's got so much so much promise. But, but Liv Morgan, up up to the point where she became number one contender, hadn't won two matches in a row. Like, in months. Months. Had been feuding with Carmella with her uh, cane slash meat mask. Like, literally doing nothing. <laughs> And suddenly she's the number one contender. Now, it's not to say that Liv Morgan isn't isn't a good women's wrestler. She is. She's a great performer. And she has improved a lot over the past year and a half. Despite having to deal with, uh, you know, the horrible writing that they did for her and the, uh, the Lana Bobby Lashley Rusev love triangle. I mean, she really had made some forward steps. But just another example of just like, what the hell is happening up in Titan Tower? Absolutely nothing. Too bad. Yeah. I mean, I, I, Boobery. I, can't, I can't disagree. Uh, Eric Bischoff says in five years he thinks that, a, excuse me, that WWE will be Disney-owned. Interview with uh, Renee Paquette on the Oral Sessions podcast where she asks him, where do you see AEW in five years? And he says, you know what, I really don't know. Hopefully, hopefully they're still successful. And she says, where do you see WWE in five years? And his answer was actually pretty good. The first thing he says is, you know what, if you had asked me six months ago, I would have probably told you that I wasn't sure. That they'd probably still be around. But now, now that you ask me, and Renee says, what do you think, Disney? And you see his face. Like The, the cool thing about her, her shows is their, their videos. So you can see his reaction when she says Disney, and he just kind of nods his head. says, yeah, could be. There's a lot of things that Eric Bischoff has said and done in the past, gosh, just the past two months. But I, I think in this case, he might actually be onto something. I think... Uh, WWE could be truly Disney bound. What do you think? Uh, I think we. I mean, I'm pretty sure that's probably going to happen. You don't get rid of all that stuff and get rid of your, you know, your uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Tighten your profit margins or whatever. Mm-hmm. Unless you're going to do something. I mean, you sure don't have a fire sale. Go ahead, Rob. My mouse has got the money. I mean, that's the thing. Like, you don't have a fire sale and just cut everybody loose unless you've got a plan, unless something is going to happen behind the scenes. Um, Disney is the only major player outside of maybe. I mean, could Fox do it? Uh, Amazon. I don't know. I don't see why Fox couldn't do it, considering they just got that big chunk of change from Disney. Well, that's what I thought. I mean, Fox is... Well, Fox was able to keep Fox Sports 1, 
uh, Fox Sports and uh, another entity that they have. I think it's Fox News, separate from that merger. So basically, Disney was like, "Yeah, we don't, we don't want those. You can keep those. We'll take well, everything take else." Say again. Because of the uh, monopoly rule the government has, because they already own ESPN. Ah, okay. Well, that would make sense because of the licensing of that. Yeah, so that's why they weren't allowed to take that because they uh, they already own half the world. So it's eerie. It's eerie when the mouse owns everything. Nah, they'll be okay. They'll be okay. So now... last forever. Now can I do the announcement, Brian? Now? Now can I tell everybody? Nah. I tried. I tried, everybody. WWE is going to last forever. Did it hurt when you said that? Because I hear a lot of strain. I said it before, I'll say it again. They're never going to be sold. Never going under. <laughs> They're immortal. <laughs> you put it in the universe like that, Brian. You better be careful because the stuff has a way of manifesting. <laughs> yeah, I don't. I mean, I don't think so. Uh, I, I mean, literally. So if Shawn Michaels is that delirious that the NXT is making the superstars of the future outside of one or two of them, mm-hmm. then what are the rest of them think? That's a good question. I mean, I can think of a, a few, like you said, Braun Breaker, for example, Carmelo Kerr. Hayes. Breaker Kerr. Breaker excuse me. Braun Breaker Kerr. <laughs> um, obviously, Tommaso Ciampa, Johnny Gargano are top talents, in my opinion. Um, but as far as new names, new, new talent, the Creed brothers – they're also very good. Um, I mean, that's a that's only a handful. That's not enough to say you've got everything well in hand, so to speak. Um, who writes this check? That's a big McMahon, sir. That's a big Vince. Right. Who's his best bestest friend in all the entire universe? Might as well just say also a McMahon. Mrs. <laughs> yeah. Stephanie. <laughs> Mr. Stephanie, Mr. I like Stephanie. it. <laughs> That's so, great. I mean, it's just like it's just like what's his butt saying a couple weeks ago. Oh well, AEW is not going to whatever blah blah blah. And now this week he's saying, oh well, you know it's good. You know why? Because he wants to be booked on their next All In or All Out. You know. So. I really, it's like somebody from a, like your favorite sports team going, you know, oh, we're going to do all this and do all that, do all this. Well, of course you're going to say that because that's your favorite, you know? Mm-hmm. You know, you got to, I want to go independent. Like, what's an independent source say? And the independent source says, Sean, you're lying. <laughs> I mean, I, I still think maybe your first thought process could be correct, that maybe it was just that he was looking at the wrong con. Well, 
his eyes deceived him. Well, I mean, for that, maybe he was watching the wrong TV. There you go. See? He could have thought that maybe he was watching, Dark. you know, AW Dark. And, and it thought it was NXT. We got these guys. This is great. Oh, wait. That's that's not Braun Breaker. What? Who is this guy? We need to sign him. John, are you watching cable in a hotel room again? <laughs> Oh. Like that scene in Hogan Snow's Best when he when she's like, Hogan, you playing in your closet again? No. <laughs> He's sitting in the floor with a bow on. <laughs> That's just mildly uncomfortable. I just thought I'd put that out there. The Hawks are sitting out there. I got my feather boa, brother. <laughs> I wonder how many times in the NXT creative meetings they've got to shoot down Shawn Michaels coming to the ring. <laughs> Alright, this is how we're going to open the show Sean Michaels, no oh. <laughs> What if I came down And instead of my music We hit DX music No <laughs> well, What if No, Sean <laughs> Break it down No, man. The answer's no, man. <laughs> no, man. No, man. No. If, if you haven't watched Yes, Man, you're you're hurting yourself. Put it out there for you. Watch what? You haven't seen Yes, Man? The Jim Carrey Who's movie? It? Oh, Some... the old Jim Carrey movie? Yeah, where he has to say yes to everything. I think my answer would be no. Wow. That's that's disappointing. You're missing out. You're only hurting yourself, man. You're only hurting yourself. No. <laughs> I can do it all day. No. Yes, you can't. No. Yes. No, yes, man. No. <laughs> no, yes, no. Jim Carrey. So, Brian, you watch Dynamite. You're a big AEW guy. Quick question for you. If, not that this would happen because we already know, we already know that they signed extensions, but if the Young Bucks were to leave AEW, how big of an impact would that be on AEW? How big of an impact? Yeah. Uh, not much. Well, does that surprise you, I would say that? Uh, maybe a little bit. Maybe a little bit. But Jim Cornette agrees with you. Of course he does. We're of like mind here. Right? So, all right. So, let's let's put it to you like this. The Young Bucks were like the cornerstone when they were needed to be, right? The, the formative years. But the tag team division is very strong with or without them. Mm-hmm. And what really... do? What more do you need out of them? Or what more can you get out of them, right? Well, we're going to get another Young Bucks versus Lucha Brothers match? Okay, maybe. 
Young Bucks versus FTR, maybe undisputed or the error. I guess we couldn't call it undisputed, like it, you know. <clears throat> but again, they could leave, and right now, you're not going to see. You, it's not going to like drop viewership. They're not even like your number one tag team right now. Cornette, Cornette's comment to this was, would losing Jericho and the Bucks hurt AEW? I don't see how. The people are going to come that like AEW regardless of who is on the card because they like AEW. It's like an ECW thing. But no, the match quality would go drastically up if we didn't have to see the Hardly Boys all the time. And Jericho. We wouldn't have to see him latching on to the guys that could still go and trying to sap all of the interest off of them. That would make a better show as well. If they lost Danielson, if they lost Punk, it would hurt. Jericho and the Hardly Boys, <laughs> eh. Direct quote from his uh, most recent, what does he call it? The Corn- Jim Cornette experience. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, I'm not going to be Are quite that harsh. Yeah, I'm not. Why? why? I, I, because it's true. I mean, AEW doesn't necessarily need the Young Bucks right now to survive. Or Jericho. I would agree on that part. Yeah, I'll give you Jericho, too. I mean, I, on the surface, I can certainly agree with what he, what you're both saying. I, I think that that's true. Because you've gotten the Bucks to elevate your next-level talents, right? So you loot your brothers, your best friends, uh, hell, even, even Jurassic Express. All of them have elevated to a certain point because of their, their experience with the Bucks. So that's true. Um, I think there's still room for them to have some great matches. And I know that wasn't what you were saying. I just I think there's certainly room for them to continue to provide. Um, but in Jericho's case, I'm not sure. <laughs> I'm not sure I could be as harsh as Mr. Cornette either. But um, I would say that even after maybe his, uh, his matches with Orange Cassidy, if he had stopped... Again, not saying that he had to, but if he had, I'm sure the company would have been just fine. Well, yeah. you look at it, and they did what they were brought in to do. Mm-hmm. I mean, those guys were established stars, and they had the buying power at the time. They had the social media following and all that stuff. And so they came in... You know, Jericho was brought in to be your first champ to put legitimacy in AEW. Mm -hmm. In my opinion. And he did that. You know, I mean, he he brought legitimacy. He brought from day one. They had the buzz. They had the talk. They had all the stuff that a lot of federations, if you put a belt on somebody, like if they had put the belt on Adam Page, then they wouldn't have had the same reaction as it did today, you know? Mm-hmm. And with that, Jericho and the Young Bucks, Young Bucks the same way. They established the tag division. Yes, you had the Lucha Brothers and that kind of stuff. But the Lucha Brothers didn't have a following like the Young Bucks did. And so to bring them in, it showed everybody, wait a minute, 
cool, you know? And so what if they went away? I mean, AEW's got enough debt to do what they got to do. I like yeah. one of the things that, that I've seen the most of in, in AEW as of late. I like that they are constantly moving people up and down the ranks. And I don't mean like shifting people about like without a plan, but I mean like Lee Moriarty, for example, had a great matchup with CM Punk. And now those that were aware of Lee Moriarty before get a chance to see him on a major stage. And those who had never seen him before, like myself, um, get introduced to a guy that potentially could be, to, to quote MJF, another pillar. So from this week's this week's dynamite, this past week's dynamite, we saw a confrontation. Wait, Go ahead. Wait, that's how you're going to end that statement on Moriarty? Yeah. Is there you're more to call it? A pillar and drop the mic and walk off. <laughs> well, I I gave that quote unquote pregnant pause. No one said anything, and rather than make it awkward, I just kept it moving. But it is or awkward you when you make the pregnant pause. Yeah, it was a brief pause. <laughs> it was a much, no, was, much quicker pause. That's a long pause. That's a long pause. Oh, was it awkward? I'm sorry. Yeah. I wonder how many of our listeners will actually go like Jesus. He did it again. <laughs> so, why don't you tell the audience why you think Moriarty might be a pillar? That's a fair, Give them your opinion. fair question. You, you want me to answer? That's just, that's you, gonna, you said why don't you? That yeah, but. That's still, that doesn't mean I, I need a response. That's just that's all right. Just, well, I won't tell you. All right, moving on. Trying to pause for a question there, y'all. Y'all, y'all have an answer to my question. He's so great. <laughs> He's the bestest. Tell the world, Stan. Tell, tell the world. Actually, tell you, the world. You're, you're not wrong because we got a lot of listeners overseas. Across the pond in the UK, I want to say thank you to all of them. Seriously, I think that when it comes to Lee Moriarty, to answer your question, uh, the ability to go toe-to-toe with a guy like CM Punk is is not an easy task because you have to be able to be, to be quick when it matters. You have to be able to sell. You have to be able to react. And, I mean, unless something has changed with CM Punk in the – seven years that he was absent, he doesn't necessarily like to plan out his matches. He calls it in the ring. So you've got to be adept. And from what I saw with his matchup with Punk, all of those things applied. And let's also throw into the mix the confrontation between MJF and CM Punk beforehand, getting Punk riled up, and Moriarty being able to capitalize and just show a few submission holds that I had never seen before. That really made you think maybe, maybe this distraction by MJF is enough to get into CM Punk's head. So just showing that possibility was really cool. And that's, that is why I think that Lee Moriarty could indeed be a future pillar. And then, no. No one then! The future pillar. Not a pillar today, but smaller pillar. Yeah, 
that's that's what I'm saying. Like, I mean, right now, perhaps not, because there's still more to be done as far as develop. But certainly in the future, it, it, it seems to be really bright for him. Interesting. Interesting. What do you think? What did you think of his match with Punk? Oh, wait. No. See, that's a question that I, I wasn't ready for. Congratulations. Get ready. No, because you confused me. You're always confused. I don't confused. know if that's a statement. I mean, if it's question. raining or if it's sunny, you get confused. I don't know if that we're really... And then <laughs> we take pregnant pauses. What do you know about pregnant pauses? You don't know nothing about no pause. Well, pause I, I'm bloated, not pregnant. Yeah. Oh, that's See, gross. there's a difference. Why well, are we mean, making it awkward? You don't make it look weird. like you might have a pregnant pause. Oh, you might see. just be bloated. <laughs> that's, that was unnecessary. Okay, that was okay. That's a cheap shot. I worked hard uh, for this beer gut. It was a pregnant shot. <laughs> 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 yeah, so. No, wait. Hold on. Hold on. Look. This is how you got to do it, Rob. You have a... You look pregnant. And see, that's the pregnant pause right there, right? Because there's a... Boy, that really leg. does sound awkward. Boy. Yeah, see? That's a good point, <laughs> Brian. You know, I didn't think of it like that before, but then you did it, and now it makes a whole lot of sense. <laughs> Rob, I think I think what we need to do is we need to get a bell, right? Like a little bell you would ring at a hotel. Yeah. And every time he does that, one of us just tap the bell. So he gets... It'd be so much more effective if they could hear it, but when I do this, it's a bell ringing. So... Yeah. <laughs> we could have a pee-pee count. I have, you know what? If I can get that stupid mixer working, I will hook that up because you know what? I'm I'm willing to play ball on that. That actually sounds like it could be kind of fun. Uh, Teach I mean, me a lesson, like you know. Be some Shakespearean actor or something. Doth, dost mother know you weareth her drapes? Wait, what? In the morning. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even know what you were doing at first. <laughs> That's nice. You took what I said and you made a pregnant pause beforehand, and then you said the thing. <laughs> we are so freaking stupid. Man, it's amazing weather we're having. <laughs> yes, ladies and gentlemen, it's true. All three of us are assholes. <laughs> You know what? Nobody likes you guys. Good, you assholes. Do you understand the dilemma? <laughs> Only because you're not quick enough on the draw. Dun dun dun. draw, we don't have a crayon. <laughs> or a marker or a pencil. I mean, we're not ready. We need to always be ready. Always. If Matt Cardona hasn't taught us anything by now, will we ever learn? Who? <laughs> Ouch. Matt Cardona. <laughs> Zach oh, Ryder. Matt Cardona. <laughs> King of the death match. Come on, man. <laughs> I, I didn't quite hear you. Who is he? Did That's what he calls himself. Did you watch it? What, Hard Times? I, it, but I saw the... 
footage of him in the ring with the belt? Which title? The world title. At Hard Times 2, Zack Ryder, Matt Cardona, attacked Trevor Murdoch after his successful title defense, laid him out, grabs a mic, and said, I'm here. Drop the mic. I think that might be copyrighted. Matt Cardona, was that a pregnant pause he did in the ring? I'm here. <laughs> That's some funny. That's funny. I don't care who you are. I'm not playing your reindeer games. So don't they have a, like a mystery person now? The NWA. What do you, What do you mean a mystery person? Was there like person? some mask guy that got a title shot or something? At hard times. No. No, they didn't. As a matter of fact, I don't know what the heck you're talking about as far as masked wrestler got a title shot. Now I gotta look it did up. A, did a masked wrestler get a title shot in hard time? Uh, hold please while I seek oh, wait, out wait, NWA wait, results. Let me, let me do this so you would understand. Did I? That's lame. I just want you to know that. It's lame. <laughs> I am scrolling through the results currently. Uh, wrestler. Now you just sound like the sloth from uh, Zootopia. Get up. <laughs> <laughs> uh, is it mint? No. Not mint. What are you talking about? Would you look at the results? I'm looking at it. Is it Scion? Is that is that the guy yeah, you're talking about? Scion. Let me look him up real quick because I've never heard of this guy. Not to say that they haven't done a great job with NWA because they have. But uh, I have no idea who he is. Wrestler. Uh, Scion. Wrestler. Let's just take a look. Yes, you're correct. It is a masked wrestler. So go F yourself. How about that? <laughs> Damn. Damn. Why, why can I be so hateful, man? None. I, so I'm curious. Did he get like, like unmasked and it was somebody? Um, it doesn't appear that he got unmasked. I'm just scrolling through the results here. Bear with me while I just kind of read through. No, as a matter of fact, he lost to Tyrus after a heart punch. Wow, the heart punch is back as a finish. What do you know? Yeah, I thought that was outlawed. I just thought it was Damn you, dumb. Billy Corgan. <laughs> I've always thought the heart punch was a stupid finish. I'm going to punch you in the chest. You suck. No, it's a stupid finish. I mean, I guess if you punch them hard enough, like if you literally tried to kill them, but I don't know. <laughs> I get it. That's supposed to be the uh, the purpose, right? Yes. Okay. Like the claw. Yeah, that's true. I always like seeing the claw, but I always knew it didn't do a damn thing. Unless somebody actually wanted to squeeze your face off. Yeah, I mean, have you ever had the claw by 
the pairing? No. And I don't know that I'd want that because it actually, he did a great job making me believe. That's for sure. When he slapped the claw and, uh, ooh. Oh, okay. All right. You know what? Impromptu. Who had the best iron claw in professional wrestling? Yeah, but I don't know who, though. Cause, like, uh, do, do we have to? All right. So we got to do nominees first and then pick one? <laughs> what did Rob say? Iron Mike Sharp. Damn. Not Iron Mike Sharp. Oh, that's it. Com- yep. Competition's over. Iron Mike Sharp, king of the Iron Claw. <laughs> All right. Uh, well, let's put some nominees out there that we'll choose the best. Uh, Brian, you said – who did you say first? Well, it, yeah, so just throw names out there. I, I uh, so Baron Von Rashmi. Blackjack, Blackjack Mulligan. Kerry uh-huh. Von Erich. Oh, that's uh, actually all the Bonaires. Fritz. Oh, that's right. Yeah, it started with Fritz. Fritz did it first. Hmm. Two hearts move or what? Uh. Let's go ask Google. <laughs> Who used the Iron Claw? We're gonna go to CageMatch.net right now. Brought to you by Ethan Page. You got your shirt. <laughs> All right, so Fritz von Erich did it first, but who used it? I'm just uh, Baron von Roschke. Uh, oh, Tenzai did it. Matt Bloom. A train. WWE looks like most leotards. <laughs> what? <laughs> who is the tag team in WWE looks like most leotards? Oh, uh, that's uh, like Los Lotharios. Los Leotards. <laughs> I think they're offended, sir. Kurgan. Kurgan used to do it. I'm going with I'm going with Von Eric Fritz. Fritz Von Eric. Yeah, I think Fritz. Rob, who had the best Iron Claw? What are our nominees again? So we got the Von Erics. If you want to choose one, you can do that. Baron Von Roschke, Tenzai, Kurgan. Does Kali's claw to the side of the head work count? No. No? Okay. Does um, Kali do count? No. Oh, ouch. <laughs> um, man. Uh, Blackjack Mulligan. Blackjack. Blackjack Mulligan. Oof. Uh, honestly, I gotta go with just the the fandom part of me that says Carrie Von Eric. That was a stupid choice. I'm just kidding. Ouch! Ouch! I am offended that you didn't like my choice, Rob. I'm kidding. No, no, you weren't. You weren't kidding. You meant it. <laughs> Now, now the bonus question. So who is the one that put the iron claw on Shawn Michaels that was responsible for his eyes turning? That would be... Kane. Kane. (laughs) Brian's probably closer. Kane's the one that gave him the concussion that he credits with actually turning his eye. (laughs) 
That's a pretty good pull, Brian. <laughs> That's a pretty good pull. Uh, yeah. Did did you watch any of Hard Times at all? No. No? I wanted to, but I, uh, I had other things. That particular notch. Results-wise, uh, I'll be honest, it looks like it was actually quite a good show. Um, the Ring of Honor Tag Team Championship was defended against uh, Aaron Stevens and J.R. Kratos. Uh, the NWA Junior Heavyweight Championship Tournament uh, continued as Austin Aries beat Rhett Titus. I didn't even know that uh, Austin Aries was back. Yes. Interesting pickup. Well, from what I'm seeing here is about a, f- a 15, 20 minute match. So looks like it was pretty good. Pretty damn good. Pretty, pretty, pretty good. Hey, oh, there's a guy that we we would recognize, Darius Lockhart, from our uh, our stint down there in Charlotte, North Carolina, for the wrestling convention. Uh, made his debut on NWA. Yeah, very cool. I don't remember him, but. <laughs> he was the one that, that we told him his punches were weak, like literally while he was in the ring. <laughs> and he he started yelling at us, weak, weak. He was good. It was he was great. Didn't he start hitting should... the guy hard? He did actually. He started hitting the guy in the back, like clubbing him on the back. <laughs> we should be banned for being like the best hecklers or something. Well, I don't. These three guys in the audience don't stop weight bearing mid promo. That was the best. <laughs> the The greatest the, the greatest moment for us is either that or distracting the Miz when we were the, one of the only people to cheer for him while he was cutting a heel promo at JPJ. <laughs> well, then you have uh, what Alicia Fox. Didn't we start calling her Captain? Uh, I don't remember, but she kind of walked like halfway down to the <laughs> to the middle of the apron there to join in on the banter. <laughs> then there's the awkward uh, trying to trying to give Sheamus and Dolph Ziggler five and just couldn't figure out. I, I don't know what to do with my hands. I can't figure it out. So that was what, awkward. Bringing crap like that up. That was how awkward. About, how about too sweet and the AEW World Champion? Oh, here we go. Uh, every. This is what I'm doing. Blah, blah, blah. It's not my fault you had it in with him, okay? Jeez. How much that cost you, Brian? What'd you really spend on that? It it cost me less than it cost you, too. (laughs) Oh, no. I think you paid. Oh, you paid. Because Rob was second, so, right? Weren't you second in that little shenanigan? Yeah, and Stan was third, and Stan paid the most. Oh, Rob was third? I thought Stan was third. Whoever originally bought the ticket is the one who paid the most because they bought the ticket for him and then still bought the T-shirt and the autograph. No, uh-uh. He threw the autograph in for free. Yeah, 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 because that was what but he was he doing. bought the ticket. <laughs> yeah. And so you went up to buy a T-shirt, and he said, hey, that's what I'm doing. So you ended up paying twice. No. Because I bought the T-shirt for ten bucks, and he still signed my picture, and the, the ticket went to one of YouTube. 
And then. And the t-shirt was only, what, $10? Sure. So, basically, one of you two guys got it for free. And I bought bought a t-shirt to go with my autographed picture. But one of you two got it for free. See what I'm saying? I still feel like I came out of that hoodwinked. I'm not sure how. But I know. I'm nodding, but I don't understand. <laughs> so I buy, I buy the picture and the autograph, and I have my ticket. And then he says, hey, I'll autograph that for free if you buy a T-shirt. So I buy a $10 T-shirt. So now I have a picture, an autograph, and a T-shirt for the same price I would pay for whatever. And I give somebody else the ticket. But you're and already one the ticket. Sure. However, comma, I still had to pay $10 for the t-shirt I bought. I was getting the autograph no matter what. But you guys weren't, and y'all paid more than I paid. Because one of y'all got hosed in the deal. You can't see this because we're on the radio, but I'm nodding. (laughs) Yeah, I, I don't know... Even with the free ticket, one of you got hosed. Oh, we got hosed. That, there is, there's no doubt. That happened. All righty then. I have no answer for this, so I shall just take a small note. Let's see. Uh, Trevor Murdoch defeated. You know, this is actually surprising to me because I honestly expected him to to lose the world title at this pay per view. But he defended it against Mike Knox. For some reason, I thought he was giving Nick Aldis a rematch. But what do you know? Trevor Murdoch continues his reign as NWA World Heavyweight Champion. Mm, yeah, I don't see. I wouldn't see Knox getting it. Well, no, no, I, that's where I was confused because I honestly thought Aldis was getting the the rematch. Clearly, I was wrong, but you know, that's what I thought. That's what I thought was happening. Where's Knox been for the last few years? Uh, I, from anything I've seen, he was working like selected independent dates. Nothing, nothing major. So, what I was mentioning earlier uh, from AEW Dynamite, MJF, CM Punk, their confrontation was pretty stellar. And we're getting closer and closer to them. I'm going to guess and say that they're going to put this match together for Winter is Coming. I could still be wrong on that, but I'm thinking that's what they're going for. Um, But in that whole back and forth, MJF decided to involve Britt Baker. And he starts to tell CM Punk that Britt Baker would be unimpressed and he needs to stop trying to get into her pants. Can somebody explain to me where the hell that came from? Why did he even go that direction? Could somebody give me some insight there? 
what did Punk tell him last week? Or the week before? Called him a less famous Miz. Okay, keep going. That Britt Baker was... I want to say he said something like Britt Baker was more popular than him. Or more well-known. Replaced him as a pillar. There you go. Replaced him as a pillar. But to me, that doesn't... I mean, does that is that where that comes from? Is that where that translates? It's because he said that? Yes. Wow. It just seemed awkward. Like, he says it, and I'm like, what? what? What the hell? Are they already planting the seeds for Adam Cole against MJF? Thanks, Rob. See, that wasn't a pregnant pause. That was an actual question. <laughs> I want to thank Rob for not leaving me out there <laughs> by myself. Oh, did you? Yes. <laughs> so this is the awkward hour. Got it. Got it. <laughs> well, I mean, Rob's right because Cole has, I think, put on Twitter or Facebook or something that if MJF doesn't or brings her up again, he's going to, like, punch him in the face or something like that so yeah that's uh, actually what he said to barstool sports in his interview with brandon walker that uh he had no idea why mjf felt the need to bring up uh brit baker but if he did it again he would most assuredly punch mjf in the face yeah so but who i don't know who turns face oh adam cole at least he plays the face in that in that match. I don't know if he turns face. It would be like Flair. That, that could be a close assessment. I mean, if you really look at it, he's the kind of guy that will do the same thing no matter what, and people would just cheer. Like, I mean, they already do every time he does boom and Adam Cole, baby, and all of that. I mean, he everybody goes nuts for that, including us. Why wouldn't you? It's Adam Cole. All right, right. There you go. See? See? I wouldn't do it. What? You were the yeah, first one to do I it. I was going to say, you literally were the one that taught us how. <laughs> I, would, I would never sink myself to that level. You're the one that made the room be quiet, so you could be like... <laughs> <laughs> Brian, I don't know if you remember, but... <laughs> Do you remember when Adam Cole was in Bullet Club? You don't remember doing that? Go to the videotape. <laughs> Somebody poisoned Brian's energy drink. That's got to be what it was. I have no clue what you're talking about. <laughs> were you Were you the one hypnotized by Marty Skrull's umbrella? No idea what you're talking about. Wow. Y'all never even watched Bullet Club. Whatever, we didn't watch Bullet Club. We watched it with you. Now, granted, we didn't watch it as much as you. That's fair. I'll give you that. Um, but we one did watch it. New Japan Pro Wrestling paper. Uh, we watched plenty more than just one, sir. I mean, at least a strong three. Well, not one. Because then things are only like four in the morning. <laughs> and that one you made that flip the lights on and off as you're like <laughs> flicker them 
<laughs> I would have liked, honestly, to have seen, and I will have to at some point go back into New Japan World and watch the the beginning days where it was uh, Devitt and uh, Anderson and Gallows. Wasn't Gallows. He came later. So Devitt, Anderson, and Fale? Yeah, and Tom. Tomatago, yeah. Uh, Gallows got Gallows got there shortly thereafter, but I think Gallows is next. But who am I missing? I think there's one other that originated it. Well, the think, was it both of the gorillas? Um, maybe it was both. Maybe it was. Uh, let's, let's go to uh, your favorite <laughs> place. Who started Bullet Club? Prince Devitt is credited with starting Bullet Club with Bad Luck Fale and Tamatanga, along with Carl Anderson. And Ray Buccanero. <laughs> Who the hell is that? <laughs> Who are you to question the ability of Ray Buccanero? <laughs> 2013. So it started in 2013. Mm-hmm. That's it. I'm making a sign for Ray Buccanero. I'm taking it to AEW. It's happening. Ray Buccanero. <laughs> sign Ray he Buccanero! He was a member for like a month. I don't know who the hell he is, so I'm like, okay. <laughs> Uh, let's right. see here. So here's your timeline. Here's your timeline. Go for it. Lay it out. David, David, Fale, Tonga, Anderson. Then El Terrible, Ray Buccanero. <laughs> El Terrible. Great name. And, and then the Bucks, then Gallows, then AJ. Uh, Takahashi. Jarrett was in there. Get the fuck out of here. Omega. <laughs> We're going to let that slide because that's definitely worth it for the reaction. Jared? <laughs> What's next, Hogan? <laughs> James Owens, Tongaloa, Adam Cole, Page, so, uh, Bone Soldier. Yeah, they got a lot now. Stephen Armel's in here. Get out. Oh, no. He's, he's only part-timer or whatever. <laughs> Don't forget Jay White. Yeah, yeah, well, I did, I, I did go all the way down. So there, there's your, there's your, who started it. Who is Bone Soldier? Wasn't Bone Soldier Doc? Or Gallows? What? No, no. Bone Soldier was a masked guy. Huh. Yeah. Okie dokie. It was Hirasawa. I did not know that. Huh. What do you know? They had their own little you mascot guy. That from the Smash Mouth song? Kurosawa? Kurosawa is the bone soldier. Oh, Lord. You don't remember that? No, that no sir. No. Nope. <laughs> nope. Guess I uh, missed that one. He made McMahon films. Because they have samurai. Oh, wow. Help me out, Rob. What the, what the hell are you talking about? <laughs> Somebody help me. 
You don't remember All Star? I, I I do. That's uh, not from All Star. It's in there. <laughs> it tells you who Bone Soldier is. Kurosawa, I don't make. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. That's that's um that's from one week. <laughs> it's uh who the hell is a group? Um, Smash Mouth. No, Smash Mouth is not saying one week. Oh, damn it. I'm going to Google way too much. <laughs> Smash Mouth. Smash one week is uh, Bare Naked Ladies. No, Smash Mouth. <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> Brian, the lyrics is stuff in here. It's, it's Smash Mouth, by God. <laughs> I didn't look at the lyrics. It's okay, buddy. It's all right. We'll forgive you this time because it's it's damn funny, and, and that that's all that kind of that's all that matters. <laughs> Although if Smash Mouth did it, they probably would have made more money. I'm just gonna put it out there. <laughs> they would have made McMahon films. Can I do the announcement now? So we can be done. This hurts. This hurts, Brian. <laughs> okay. So I teased it on Twitter. I put it on Facebook. As we come closer to our official end of the year awards show, which as it stands right now, I think we agreed that we were going to do um, January 3rd for our end of the year show for 21. Uh, Sure, buddy. Participation, Participation trophies everywhere. All around. The question becomes... Do either one of you have any unique categories that you want to throw out there for us to include? Obviously, we're going to do Wrestler of the Year, Tag Team of the Year, Match of the Year, Promotion of the Year. We all talked about that. I think we talked about that a few weeks ago. But my question to you was, did you guys have any unique categories that you wanted to put out there? No, but something, yeah, something tells me you have one. I have a couple. Funny you should ask. I had a couple. So I thought... Biggest person to wear smallest CM Punk shirt. This guy right here. Woo! The winner goes to... Stan Grubb. I want to thank the Academy for the nomination. Everybody that recognized me at Pro Wrestling Tees, thanks for sending me the medium. You guys rock. Okay, there we go. You know, you know what? We should get him for his birthday. Rob is a. We should get Pro Wrestling Tees to put a picture of CM Punk, like his face, on a T-shirt, and then buy it one size too small. <laughs> <laughs> so it just stretches. That's not CM Punk. Yes, it is. You can see, King. All right, it's a little stretch, but it's it's definitely CM Punk. <laughs> Guys are messed up. Punk. <laughs> So I, I had a couple of ideas for 2021. Hold on. Okay, hold on. Okay, go on with it. What you got? Overrated and underrated. Most overrated and most underrated wrestler for the year. That's the buzzer going on. <laughs> Is that a bad idea? Is that what you're trying to tell me? Yeah, what's your next one? By the way, worst sounding buzzer I've ever heard. Just putting it out there. <laughs> that sounds a little better. If I could have the sound file for that, that's okay. I might take What's that one. Um, okay, so I figured, are we going to do most popular? 
McBride says he doesn't want to do. Hey, I don't even know what the hell that sound was. They're buzzers. Different shorty buzzers. <laughs> I thought we already said we were going to do. No. We didn't. We did say wrestler of the year, tag team of the year. Uh, I think we said woman's wrestler of the year, um, promotion of the year. And that was kind of where we left it. We we kind of covered the basics. That's why I figured we would ask that that question, if there was any specific ones we wanted to do. About the biggest difference maker? Game changer award or a difference maker? What do you want to go with? Like somebody who from last year to this year has made the biggest change in their career. Ooh. Ooh I like that. Weird. Is it? Is yes. it, Brian? Mm-hmm. No, it's not CM Punk. What do you, that's the big, that's the only one. <laughs> <laughs> was at home on the couch. That's the winner. <laughs> he made the biggest difference and the biggest change. You blew it. <laughs> That's actually that a good category. There. <laughs> that is a big difference maker. I, I like that. Uh, the, the, the difference maker. All right. <sighs> the difference maker. That's a good idea, Rob. Wow, man. I'm going to be on that one. Okay. So yeah, but wait though. Is CM Punk officially out of the running for that? Why not? Why would he be in the running or out of the running? I don't understand. Of course Rob he's in the running. Well, Rob doesn't have to agree. Rob doesn't have to agree with our selections. You know these got to be kind of unanimous, right? <laughs> <laughs> Since when is anything we do unanimous? <laughs> We're lucky if we can agree on a place to go to eat, and you want to sit here and talk unanimous. You're at your damn mind. Yeah, but I can't do all that with my wife. I mean, that's fair. I can't do that either with mine. So it's a fair statement. <laughs> but all I, mean, right. I mean, think about it. What if, what if, what if, like we did this, like you know, we made little plaques or whatever, and there's a podium, and it's like, hey, most uh, what's the category? Uh, mo- biggest uh, change or whatever. The difference maker of the year. Yeah, different. Yeah, and so you're up there presenting the award. I'm standing right beside you. We're smiling, and the poor Rob in the background with the grumpy face. <laughs> Not the boo boo face. He just called out the boo boo face. You can't have a boo boo face. Not an award show. <laughs> How about that worst boo boo face of the year? <laughs> That's got to go to Kevin Owens for knowing he was going to lose at the Rumble. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna what? You're gonna do what? <laughs> okay. Alright, so that's a good one though. Game changer or difference maker? I like that one. Uh this is just some ones that I saw on Twitter because I asked around Burr. Best and Worst merch. Mm-mm. Nope. Okay. Okay. They're not all winners. They're not all winners, folks. Um, hmm. Hmm. Do we want to do women's tag team of the year? I mean, we could. There's a few. There's not a lot, but there's a few of them out there. Um... By the way, Johnny Gargano on his way out to the ring for the main event segment here for uh, NXT. By the way, NXT is done in about 60 seconds. <laughs> Good call, Sean. <laughs> Good call. 
<laughs> is this his it's goodbye? Not, Who knows? <laughs> it's not going to take him long to say, I'm NXT for life. Brother! <laughs> That'd be hilarious if he just broke into a hug. <laughs> um, are we going to do uh, like superlative matches like uh, most likely to be working at McDonald's <laughs> this time next year? Do we want to do anything like that? That'd be that dude that comes out on WWE programming with the thing that started the old fight Whoever the hell that guy is. Uh, oh, that's Rick Boogs. <laughs> He's on SmackDown right now. Well, that that could be, though. <laughs> he doesn't so play guitar. I'll put, it, I'll put it to you like this. We can do that category. Okay. If you cut your phone off, you lay it down face down, and you spell that word. What, Rick Boogs? No. Superlative. Oh, that, I can actually spell that, sir. The phone down. I, my phone is not in my hand. It is S U P E R L A T I V E. Yeah. Well, I don't know how to spell it, Chuck. <laughs> I don't know if you're right or not. Thanks, man. Woo! I win! <laughs> but I bet you there's some poor Kentuckian who can't spell. Who doesn't know what it means. You hear that, Sean Ross Sapp from Fightful? He says, you can't spell! <laughs> we should not have that guy. Actually, I think he's from Tennessee, so we'll give him a pass on that. <laughs> Kentucky, Tennessee, what's the difference? Oh, oh! Wow, he, you just doubled down. You said, nah, screw you. Screw you, Sapp! <laughs> I'm going to tell him you said that. I'm tweeting him. I'm tweeting him! He won't care. He doesn't answer me. <laughs> Uh, okay. Any ideas from you guys? I, I, seriously, I was just curious if we had any ideas for other categories. Uh, how about best former wrestler to star in a Suicide Squad movie? <laughs> well, uh, sorry to say there's only one entry for that. Winner, winner, chicken dinner. Wow. Are we going to do, like, a best or worst, like, best comeback of the year and worst comeback of the year? Let's not, let's not get too aggressive with this. We, <laughs> hey, let's do, like, the moment Shawn Michaels' eyes focus straight ahead. Do we have one of those moments? I mean, top um, five. I know. I, I, I got this. It's um, 19, um, 92. No, no, from this year. I'm sure they had to cross eventually. Yeah, but unless we're asking and his family, I don't know if we're going to be able to verify that. Clock's always right, what, twice a, twice a day? <laughs> Maybe when he first wakes up and right before he goes to bed. <laughs> that poor guy. He's not poor. That's true. You'd have, you'd have thought that maybe he would... Uh, You've gotten that fixed. Because, Rob, you're right. He's not poor. He gets paid pretty well. You may not be able to fix it. I don't think maybe. Yeah. Maybe he was making a silly face and somebody smacked him on the back and it stuck it out for life. <laughs> that ain't right. Your face going to get stuck that way. You better stop it. That's not right. People don't listen to us for the wrestling takes. They could care less. They listen to us just because we're so damn goofy. 
Uh, Gargano, by the way, just said that uh, even though he wasn't under contract, he was able to perform, and he really appreciates that to his fans. Uh, yeah, I call bullshit. <laughs> no, he's still out there, and it apparently, um, what's this say? Looks like they're giving him an overrun until 10.08, so that's another five minutes. Interesting. wonder what they're going to do with this. I, th- I still think either, like, Champa comes out there and kicks his ass all the way out. <laughs> throws him through a video board or something. And stay out! Plunk, right through the video board. You still can't beat me. <laughs> hmm. That's crazy. <clears throat> crazy. Oh, another new psych is coming back. Really? Yeah, it's a new movie. Only on Peacock. Suck it for all you new non-Peacock. <laughs> he may not watch WWE, but by God, he's watching some site. <laughs> he's watching it <laughs> on the cock. <laughs> the Peacock, that is. I was going to say, don't ever say that again. <laughs> <laughs> I've got no Whoa, 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 whoa. Back up. <laughs> That's not what we doing. Uh, okay, hey, have you started watching Hawkeye yet? Anybody? Yeah. What do you think? I, I've only watched the first episode, so uh, I have to watch catch up. Well, we don't have to do any kind of spoilers or any storyline things. Just what do you think overall? Do you think it's good? Do you think it's bad? What do you think? I need more time. I, I like Ooh. Wait for the new episode this week. Yeah. I like it. So what what episode are they on? Three? Three. Four. Three was last week. This would be episode... Four. Because I actually found myself disappointed when we were watching this week, and I was like, ooh, ooh. And then they're like, nope, there's no more. I'm like, ooh. (laughs) Yeah. That's the one thing that was kind of the drawback when they um, put episodes one and two on Disney Plus on the same night. You get two of them down, you're like, all right, let's go to the episode three. Oh, damn it. <laughs> I was reading some uh, reading some reviews of it, not not looking necessarily for the, for the critics, but just trying to see what the general thought process is. A lot of people are actually saying it's not very good, which is, I don't get, because people said the same thing about WandaVision at first, and then uh, Captain, excuse me, The Falcon and the Winter Soldier, and both of those were good shows in their own right. WandaVision was innovative. Well, that didn't take long. Grayson Waller... Smashes a chair on the back of Johnny Gargano. Bye, Johnny. <laughs> uh, he was actually a, a competitor in War Games Sunday night. As was Johnny Gargano. I don't care. <laughs> well, all right. Well, back to uh, Marvel. <laughs> oh, actually, in other Marvel news, Charlie Cox confirmed to be coming back to Daredevil. That was uh, conferred by uh, Kevin. I'm going to mispronounce his name. Fihe or Fage or Fige. Whatever. Feige. He was confirmed. What is it? Feige. Feige. Sorry about that, Kevin Feige. 
But hey, Charlie Cox back as Daredevil. That's always a good thing. Probably yeah. my favorite Netflix show. Yeah. Do what? I think that was my favorite of the Marvel Netflix shows. Was Daredevil. Like all the, just the shows. For the Marvel ones, yeah. So out of uh, out of the Punisher, Defenders, Iron Fist, and Jessica Jones, and Daredevil, I think Daredevil's my favorite. So oh, and Luke Cage and Luke Cage, yeah. I'd have to go with Punisher. Oh, really? Wow. I loved Daredevil season one. To me, it kind of fell off in two and three. Damn. I'll say this, uh, the guy that plays um, Frank Castle, Shane, no, that's not his real first name, is it? Shane something? No, no, Shane is his walking dead. Yeah, yeah. Um, anyway, the, but the guy that plays Frank Castle is tremendous, and it's extremely believable as the Punisher. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I thought it was really good. Got our first look uh, this week at the Across the Multiverse or Spider-Verse coming up. So the sequel to uh, Spider-Man, the, I guess, animated adventures of Miles Morales and uh, Spidey Gwen. And, yeah, I don't remember all the different ones that were in Spidey-Verse or Spider-Verse. Spider-Pig, yeah. How do you forget that? (coughs) Spider-Ham. But yeah, so that that was a teaser trailer that was put out this week. Um, what the cartoon? Yeah, I missed that. I see. I see. Are you guys looking forward to the new Matrix movie coming out later this month? I'm interested in intrigued. Like, how are they going to put? How are they going to pick up? Yeah, I want to see what they do with, with everything because it just looks like they're taking everything that they've done with the with the series or the trilogy and turning it on its head. So I watch it. I'm not a I'm not the biggest Matrix. Oh yeah. Yeah, so I watch it just for you know just to watch it. I'm now, not really expecting anything. Did you guys get tickets to Spider-Man? Not yet. Not yet. For $45,000? You too can have a front row seat in the movie theater. How fucking... God, I did it again. (laughs) That one I might have to bleep. (laughs) I mean, how dumb do you have to be to post that $45,000 and expect somebody to pay for it? Well, I mean, people pay hundreds of dollars for figures that are 20 bucks at Walmart. Yeah, but we're not talking like something that is, you know, your odds of finding it in a store are slim to none, mm-hmm. right? Especially with like a one of a thousand figure, mm-hmm. right? We're talking like... Uh, wait a day and you can go to the movies and see it anytime you like. What bonehead thinks you're going to get somebody to pay $45,000? Yeah, 
Well, let me give you some, as L.A. Knight would say, let me talk to you on eBay.com right now. If you're in North Carolina, Concord, North Carolina, you too can go see Spider-Man No Way Home for $7,500. Maybe you're not in Concord. Maybe maybe you're not in the Mid-Atlantic. Maybe you're up in New Jersey. Well, if you're up in New Jersey, you can pay $10,000 to go see Spider-Man No Way Home. Oh, but hey, you could pay over the course of 24 months $432 a month. It gets better. Fullerton, California, $2,000. Boston, 10000 Three tickets. Is the is the forty five thousand still up there? Uh, no, but there's a twenty five thousand. Four tickets, twenty five thousand. Ten people confirmed to be watching this, and this is in Arizona. They're just trying to see who the first dumbass is. <laughs> well, there's one in Woodbridge, not too far away from us. Who wants to guess how much it's selling for? Lower. Five thousand. Mm. Lower, sir, but you're close. Four thousand. Actually, it's lower than that. Three thousand nine hundred ninety-nine. <laughs> Gonna have to keep going just a little bit. You give up? We gave up when you asked the goddamn question. Wow. <laughs> Brian, you're closer. Will you go over there and give him a hug? I mean, good Lord. $3,200 for two tickets to see Spider-Man No Way Home in Woodbridge. Uh, wait a minute. Here is a new number one contender. A new champion. Oh, my God. And this one is being watched at least by one person. Holy crap. One ticket to see No Way Home. $50,000. Holy cow. Now, granted, I mean, I, no one's bought it, so. <laughs> I, I would love to meet the water hit that does buy it. <laughs> I don't think you can. Uh, <clears throat> I think HR is going to be calling now, sir. No, trust me not. HR is in the same boat I am. What in the blue hell? Fifty thousand dollars. Yeesh. Look, I want to see the movie. I'm not. I'm not gonna lie. I want to see it, but I'm not paying like that. For those that have fifty thousand dollars laying around, I'm sure you could rent the whole theater for about seven hundred dollars. So maybe do the math there. Well, hey, you got 54 seconds left to pay $1,000 <laughs> to go see Spider-Man No Way Home. This is amazing. Of course, you know a what lot needs of... to happen? What's that? eBay needs to start putting out on tweets the dumbest things people have bought and do like a monthly thing. Because I would love to know, again, what person bought one of these tickets for anything more than 20 bucks. 
Oh, some of these this some of these are even even inventive, creative in fact. Here's one with a custom poster made with Toby Maguire, with Andrew Garfield. There's uh I don't know the guy's name, but the guy that played Sandman. Um Yeah. Oh, and Rhino on there. How about that? Rhino. Huh. So you're going to get this and then get sued for copyright infringement. <laughs> right. Right, right. Um, it should be noted that even though a lot of these are ending within the next hour, um, no bids. A lot of people watching probably wanting to see what it closes at. Um, but you know there are nine, 972 entries for this. You know what this says? It says, don't be a, don't, don't be a dumbass. Don't let your friends be dumbasses. <laughs> friends don't let friends be dumbasses and buy stupid shit. You could pay Although, less for the fine for downloading it illegally <laughs> than you could to go see this movie. I'll just put that out there. Although, if any of them have buy it nows, all these people watching should just click on buy it now. And they just, just not buy it. They just don't even fucking pay. I did it again. <laughs> oh man, that was definitely worth yeah. looking up. Dan <laughs> thought he was going to bed early tonight. No, I've I've still got stuff to do. So don't you worry. <laughs> there won't be any rest for the wicked here. Uh, I mean, you know, we we can't all have people that are nice all the time, man. I mean, it just ain't like that. Is what it is. I'll be okay. It is what it is. It is what it is. Till she whoops you in the night. I mean, first off, that only happened once, and it didn't leave any marks. The blood that was on the pillow didn't come from my nose. All right, I was fine. I was fine. That didn't sound good. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Yeah. My apologies. That was that was. HR has just sent me a text that they do not condone the uh, use of domestic violence in comedy. So, well, can't do it. You can't do it, guys. It's been great having a show with you. Appreciate it. Um, I guess I'm oh, next. No, you're not fired. I, fired. I'm next up on the cancel bus, so uh, I apologize. I guess I'll see you guys down the road. <laughs> that would be funny though. <laughs> All of a sudden on Twitter, well, guys, it's the most famous I've ever been. Also, the last time you'll ever see me. <laughs> uh, I would love some counsel. Oh, Cancel my Lord. Coming up in here. <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty sure nobody nobody gives a damn about what I'm saying, but whatever. Uh, huh? <laughs> Oh, I would I would be glad to watch that take take place because they they have no idea what they'd be getting into with that conversation yeah. with you. If you thought you were going to cancel Stan over something like that, let me use some real ammo. Oh, of course, of course, you big jerk. Well, the jerks start calling, and they're all out of you. <laughs> well. It wasn't funny either. I'm trying so hard here. There's all these great jokes, these great one-liners. That's what she said. Oops. Ouch. All right, that's just enough. That's enough. 
You know, the cool thing about the Rob, that standing cue is you know she didn't marry him for the money. So it's got to be for love. <laughs> you got that right. <laughs> you damn right. <laughs> or your tiny wanger. Wow, now now it's awkward. Yep, yep, that just got weird. That you got just happened. Wanger, boy. <laughs> well, before Who's just literally everybody turns off this show, let's go ahead and go on Who's with that famous wrestler. Oh, Stan Hansen. If our listeners had paid attention during our no holds barred watch along, they would have known that. Wait, did we do that? We did that with uh, UCW, with uh, Diego and Devore, with Diego Devore show. We did. Yeah. All three of us. Yeah. Or five of us. Well, yeah, all five of us. That was during last year. What did it say during last summer? Maybe it was one of the shows we weren't invited to, Brian. Uh, uh, no, we were all there. Rob, do you remember that? Nope. <laughs> I honestly, for the life of me, cannot remember this. Wow. That's kind of a shame. I just like to hear Stan backpedal. Nothing to backpedal for. You were there, but okay. You you do you. You do you, buddy. That's not what I meant. Don't don't do that. <laughs> and if you are going to do that, do that elsewhere, not here. I mean, you invited him when you said you do you. Ew. And now it's weird. That's what's called a statement. <laughs> okay, that's good. Pregnant. Pause. I was gonna say we we gotta wrap it up here in a second. So you wanna speed that up just a tad? (laughs) Jeez. All right, I get it. You don't understand the pregnant pause. I got it. Thanks. Did they not cover that in your college courses? What college courses? What are you talking about? College? Ha! Pshaw. If I wasn't paying attention, if they did. Is that in that is that in that broadcast writing thing that they talk about? <laughs> I don't know. What, what's next? Formats? <laughs> Formats? You're so funny. You should get your buddy back. <laughs> oh, ouch! Ouch! That's okay, buddy. It's okay. It's gonna be okay. Usa. Coming up next week, December 13th, I've been excited about this all week long. Actually, since last week when we got everything confirmed. Guys, when you think about video games, professional wrestling, especially from the 90s, can you tell me what comes to your mind? Fire Pro Wrestling. Ooh. Fire Pro Wrestling. Uh, WCW versus Nitro or whatever it was. Mm-hmm. <coughs> um, I'm sure there was a Raw, ECW. I mean, what specific are you looking for? Rob, what do you think of when you think of those games? 
Wrestling simulators. Hey, see, somebody's did the homework. <laughs> Coming up next week, I am super excited about this. The creator, developer, writer of one of my favorite professional wrestling simulators of all time. We have all played it many times, including beta test from its early days when all it did was run tournaments to now it being a worldwide sensation over 20 years. This game has been played, downloaded, and purchased. I'm talking about TNM7 and the creator of that, who is also an AEW commentator for the folks over in Germany. None other than Oliver Kopp is going to be joining us live at 8.30 Eastern Time, which is, you know, super late for him, by the way. So I am so appreciative of this guy. He has been a friend of the show for years um, and a person that has always, always had some real cool innovation to, to present for us wrestling fans, especially in the way of professional wrestling simulators. Oliver Kopp joining us on October 13th. God, December 13th. <laughs> Can't go back in time. December 13th at 8.30. It's okay. I mean, hey. If it's not a botch, it wouldn't be me. I am super excited, though. Um, I've been trying and trying and trying to get a time and a date to get him on. I mean, first off, a guy that's done commentary for AEW. It's a huge get. Also, the TNM program, I mean, duh. Good job. I agree, sir. So should be a should be a great conversation. I'm looking forward to that one. Um, well, it doesn't. So tell the world what TNM is. Yeah. <laughs> so if you if you didn't pick up on it by the initial description, TNM is the predominant wrestling simulator. From, realistically speaking, from the early 90s, mid-90s, 1994, 95, all the way to current day. Uh, excuse me, 1992 was when it was de- first debuted. Um, but basically put, it was written initially in DOS, in QBasic. And it has progressed over the course of many, many years into now a, a hybrid of a DOS engine and a Windows-based program. And for those of you that are into the tech, technical parts of that, you know the the difficulty that it could be to program and put that together. But for those of you that don't, you just know that this is a person that, if you played eFeds, this program, you used it all the time. I know I did. Rob did. For those of us that, uh, Brian, you even did as well, when we started getting into creating our own wrestlers and our own fantasy promotions, all of us, I'm pretty sure, created ourselves and put ourselves in the game as wrestlers at one point or another. Gave you the ability to run your own promotions, create your own championships, to create your own shows. Literally write interviews, write segments, plan out what you're going to do. And then it was one of the first programs that I had ever seen that gave you the capability of posting results to the web. You could actually provide it a website to send the text results to. Now granted, at the time it was just on a black text on a white background, but still 
innovative for its for its time in the '90s, especially since you know, nowadays everything is uh, with web design. It's a lot more complex, but now he even has it to where you can post results direct to TNM's Discord server, post it to the Facebook page, and post it to Twitter. I always liked it because you got to create the titles, you got to create the feds, you got to use the wrestlers that you could because back in the day you couldn't have a game with certain people in it, you know? It was either one or the other. It wasn't any uh, joint kind of thing. So it was kind of fun, you know. You could have Hulk Hogan versus Ric Flair. You could make, you know, Stan Grubb versus Darian Collins. Um you could make, you know, Brian Taylor versus Dr. Desire, you know, and that's just, it was fun. You could name the titles what you wanted. And I liked the fact that to a point you could control things, but then also it was out of your control at a mm-hmm. certain point. Does that make sense? Yeah. Like I remember several times you put the champ against Paco Dinaco or whatever and um oh, good old Paco Dinaco. <laughs> this everybody love Paco. TNM is the equivalent to uh Champions of the Galaxy or the Legends of Wrestling dice game that we demoed with Tom Filslinger to me. That was, I mean, I know a lot of people, there's a lot of players of Champions of the Galaxy, but TNM was that for me, especially when it came to, like, dream matches. Because you didn't have games back then that you could do, for example, Shawn Michaels versus Goldberg, or Ric Flair versus The Rock. You, You didn't have programs where you could do that. You didn't have a lot of games where you could really create those, uh, scenarios, or even create those wrestlers. Say again? He said that's what he said. Now you're ripping them off. Wow. Brian, do you have any uh, do you have any memories of TNM? How dare you? <laughs> uh, you dick. Yeah, well, <laughs> uh, so I mean, I thought it was uh, different, right? Because mm-hmm. I'd never really had uh, anything like that on the PC. And I'd just, you'd just spend hours, you know, booking your shows mm-hmm. and uh, letting us see where, how the computer plays out. Because it would walk you through a match. So it would give you, a, you know, move by move. And sometimes they went longer and there were some unexpected results. And Sometimes they were pretty short, you know. But you could definitely sit there for hours playing it. Now, as we get closer to the 13th, I am going to actually start putting up some gameplay videos. They'll probably be pretty short, but I'm just going to put up some gameplay videos to show what this program is all about. I will post it uh, on our social media. And I will also post it on the website for us to take a look at. And then who knows? Who knows the type of 
silly off the wall ideas we might pitch to Oliver. I mean, cause the commentary that's in there. Who knows where Doug Roberts, Stan Larry, and Brian Taylor could land next? You never know. You never really know. Right. I mean, are you hinting at something? I'm not hinting at anything. Are you are, hinting at anything? Are you hinting at news? I, I don't have. I don't know what you're talking about, but I can tell you this. On the 13th, we're damn sure going to have some stuff to talk about. Maybe before then. Who knows? Thanks again no, for everybody. They don't deserve it. Make them wait. Make, oh, I'm going to make them wait. Oh, they're going to wait. This one, I have to keep under my hat. I fight for you guys. You know I do, but I have to keep this one under my hat. Plus, <laughs> I don't actually have permission to share it yet. So, just going to put that out there. He, he's talking to you pencil next at home. So right. maybe you should okay hey thanks again everybody for listening to us i want to thank all of you for downloading the show for sharing it with your friends please continue to do so everything that you do in forms of clicks and shares and likes helps us out and if you want to support us all you got to do is head to c2c radio show.com and click the play button send us a note send us a comment or a hundred bucks or a hundred bucks in fact, very soon you may even be able to donate to our Patreon. Who knows? C2C continues to grow. Out. You have cash. <laughs> one, one day, just for kicks, we should all put our cash apps out there just to see if anything happens. <laughs> My friends call me <laughs> <laughs> but that's going to do it for us. Hey, thank you again for listening. We will see you next Monday, the 13th, with our exclusive interview with Oliver Cobb. Have a great weekend, everybody. Enjoy Dynamite tomorrow night, and we'll see you next time right here on Corner to Corner Wrestling Radio. Call the show. Oh, yeah. <laughs> How about, there we go. Hold on. That's a really good point, Rob. It's important to point out. Now you can catch up with C2C Radio Show on social media at C2C Radio Show. Follow Rob at Rob Hefner C2C on Twitter and Rob Hefner on the Facebook, RDHUWP on Instagram. You catch up with Brian. He's over at Vlad Dragul C2C on Twitter. And catch up with Brian Taylor on Facebook. Catch up with me at Stan Grubb everywhere. And the website for us, again, is C2CRadioShow.com. Check out OliverCopsTNM7.com to get yourselves ready for next week. Thanks again for listening, everybody. We'll see you then. And this is why we all need 100 bucks. We need to pay somebody to do voice over for the closing show. It's hard. It's a hard work, man. Ladies and gentlemen, you've been listening to nothing. Oof. Ouch. <laughs> Good night, everybody. 